This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Ninth Realm and Age of Sigmar podcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. My name is Jason. And I'm Scott. And uh, this is a new format that we're doing. Um, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, we decided to try uh, a video cast. So we tried a new format last week. Yeah, a new format last um, week. And which was more of a structure format. And now you're looking to break the camera and disappoint people by actually showing them how we did. I am. I'm a little so bummed thanks. because people were, were saying... Try to do a video cast because most of our other podcasts we do um, video casts for. So yeah, uh, signals. So it's understandable that people would want to have one that goes along um, the same kind of format with our Age of Sigmar, the Ninth Realm. So we said, you know what? Why not do it? Um, so Reese is uh, out of town right now. He's at Gamma coming back. Oh, uh, so we're doing this when he can't stop us. Correct. Or you? Yeah. It's easier to ask for forgiveness, forgiveness than permission. Right. That's the old saying. Gotcha. So, um, so with Mariana's posi- uh, permission. We decided uh, to try it out this week, and hopefully you guys like it. Um, and yeah, so this is the first time you're seeing us. Um, hello. Well, you've seen him before. I find that our voices are really similar, Scott. So I think this might really? actually help people know um, who's talking. I, I don't. I don't think you sound a thing alike. Really? No. Maybe it's a whole thing where you don't know what you sound like until That's you hear. That's true. I don't know what I sound like. Every time I listen to myself, I I have to shut it off. I'm Do you cringe? Who that I cringe. Guy is. Yep. Yeah, and apparently, like people call and they're like, "Aren't you on that podcast?" Yep. When I'm taking like an orders email, and I'm like, "Yeah, I do that one. I do that one." Um. So, anyways, uh, mm-hmm. welcome and thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you guys are listening, like our traditional uh, uh, podcast normally is, it's just uh, an audio. Just audio. Um. So it's brought to you by Frontline Gaming. Uh, we are everything in the tabletop industry. We sell models. We at? sell at a discount. Okay. We uh, produce. And manufacture terrain pieces, and we do mats, gaming Great mats. Great terrain pieces. Uh, we run events like the Las Vegas Open, um, and uh, we do a lot of stuff. We sing, we dance, we act. Uh, do you happen to paint? We also paint. We have a paint studio. All right. There's a lot more stuff I'm probably forgetting. Um, but anyways, so this is brought to you by Frontline Gaming. And uh, this week, we actually have um, a lot of cool stuff to talk about. We're going to continue. Yeah, last night, my uh, pad just went nuts as I'm sitting there yes. watching TV, getting dinner straightened out, doing this and that, and all of a sudden... Got to look at this. Hey, check this out. People I know. Putting up pictures. It was crazy. Yeah. I saw it like 9.30 at night. I'm just scrolling through my Facebook and all of a sudden <laughs> it just started blowing up. I'm like, oh my God. Um, so we're going to talk about a lot of new um, surprise releases that are coming out. Yeah. And well, not, they've been giving us hints of what's coming and people have been hinting around uh, what came out. Yeah, they have been. I don't know if I heard anybody really hit the nail, so to speak, but. Right. But this seemed to come out of almost nowhere. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit about that later in the episode. Um, we're also going to continue on with our main topic, which are gimmick lists. Uh, last week, we started talking about it. It went a bit long, so we decided to turn it into a two-parter. So we're going to continue on with that with three more. Yeah, three more. Um, and these are lists people have used in events and one or you've seen around. Right. Yeah. And just, just gimmicky, hard-to-beat lists. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about those. Um, we're also going to talk about a War Scroll that is near and dear to my heart that yeah. everyone else doesn't really seem to like. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So uh, why don't we get started? Um, so this week, new release-wise, uh, there wasn't really anything actually released or up yeah, for nothing, pre-order. nothing new. And, you know, I'm okay with no new releases. 
Because I, I, I'm not. I, I need new releases every week. We need something to talk about every week that's new. Oh, we've got something new to talk about, just not to sell. Right. right. Yeah. Well, the reason I'm okay with uh, no new releases is because of all the information we got last night <sighs> about a brand new faction being released in April. In April. And it's called the Caradron Overlords. Yeah, I didn't listen this morning to see what they said, but I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. on Warhammer TV on Twitch they probably said the name. Right. But then they said it like Brits, so I wouldn't really know if that was the way to pronounce it or not. I, I think Caradron I'm going to go with that. It that's looks, fine. Yeah. It looks correct. We'll go with your pronunciation. So anyways, this is a, a new Dwarden faction that's coming out. Um, these are the Dwarden that worship the other god that we haven't seen yet, not the fire god. Well, they, yeah, they, they disappeared up into the skies and have been living there. And they've got just gorgeous looking models. Um, they've got these uh, blimps. Well, not really blimps. They have small balls that are holding chemicals mm -hmm. of some kind. Uh, magic and or alchemical effects that keep them in the air. Uh, and they have three different ships. And I'm not sure that's going to be one kit. As you look at them, mm -hmm. it's like two of them look like they could be one kit, but the one with the big mouth in front of it, I'm not sure that would be in the same box. Um, I, I think it will be yeah. one multi-part kit. Um, they're like airships. And uh, they look yeah. really cool. Little airships, like Zeppelin airships that look like pirate ships. Very, very steampunky yeah. in their, their nature, including there's the guy... Uh, some of them are individual dirigible guys, like jump troops, mm -hmm. little balloons over them. Right. And there's one guy who has the top hat, the monocle, and the beard going on his armor. And that's something they point out and they describe the fluff. You're not going to see any skin on them because they wear this stuff to protect themselves from the corrosive environment of the upper atmospheres of the realms. All the magic and stuff they're that's in, up there. They're in full mechanical suits. Yeah. Um, and it's full of, like, clockwork and full of... Um, like dials and and just their guns are like really futuristic looking. They're wearing goggles. Yeah, including that floating guy looks like he has a chainsword. Yeah, he has a chainsword. I say it looks like he has a chainsword. Yeah, they look at the, the jump troopers, which are wearing like little mini balls of chemical stuff that lets them float around. Yep. Um, just really cool. I mean, this is going to be a big hit. And yeah, there's a lot of people been waiting for a new release period, and mm -hmm. specifically people looking for a Dwarden. What what are, what are the Dwarden of the Realms doing mm -hmm. um, after Fire Slayers? And it, it looks like it's just a, another faction of Dwarden because you still have... Well, they, they're declaring a whole the, new race. Yeah, you, you have the basic Dwarden that are like what you think about from the fantasy setting. Um, you know, you have your Thunders and your Quarrelers and you have the Miners yeah. and all that. You know, that, that whole line. That whole line. In the Order Alliance book, you have your Fire Slayers, which was a, a branch into a new faction. And this yeah. is another new faction. This is another new faction. Right. Yeah, and they're... They're, and they're fully metal clad, so who knows generally what they look like under there. Maybe they're bald. I hope so. You know, like um, so. in Dark Sun, all the dwarves uh, live totally differently. They're completely clean shaven and bald and really? don't have beards. Maybe they're like them. Maybe, and that's why like all their, their face masks have beards, because they like, they want to look it's like... It's being reverent of the past. They remember thing, themselves. You know? So I'm, I'm assuming, we don't know too much about the faction, actually. Um... We won't really know that much until the Battle Tome is released. Um, no, but you can you can read all the, the fluff they have put out on their community <laughs> page. And they have all these pictures there. And also go to the Facebook because they have a, a great picture there of the whole army, several ships lined up. Mm -hmm. Dwarden in their little clockwork whatevers. And it's not clockwork. It's all run by ether, basically. It's the gases and magic, maybe. They give a couple clues about where the power actually comes from. And they're, they're standing on little floating hills and everything else and just guys in their little dirigibles and jump dirigibles. 
And it looks and, like a big release. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be... I mean, if they trickle it out like they have the others, this will be all of April. I mean, just counting, what I, looking at the, the show notes and looking at the photos, I mean, it looks like uh, the big airship will be a multi-kit. Then it looks like you're going to get at least two infantry-type kits, one with you know close combat, one shooting. You're yeah, and the shooting guys. one looks a lot like, um, if you go 40K, like a... Mm-hmm. Um, Devastator Squad or a Havoc Squad. They right. all have different weapons yep. of some kind. So you might be yeah, you could probably choose how you're going to kit them out. But yeah, a big cannon. There's a guy with like a multiple barreled thing. There's somebody with a broad, wide barreled gun. There's at least five different characters um, yeah. that look like they are single models. I, I don't see any way of, of putting yeah. them together. Assuming the, the one guy with the top hat is his own independent I character. I would think so. Yeah, his ba- he looks a little more specialized and he's got extra gear on mm-hmm. him. Than the other guys. Well, they did that. They did that with the Zangor shaman. Yeah. So you know he could have easily been a, a model that was in the Enlightened kit that came out. But um, he was same a size. But he came out as a separate clan. Separate pack. guy. So yeah. I see them doing that. Um, just you know, also from a uh, that's a good call. Perspective I, I see the of, of a company selling product. Now I'm, I'm curious of the one guy here with the big giant. He's got like a a little stubby gun, but it's got a big giant opening on it mm-hmm. with a bunch of holes. Is he like shooting the gas at people with this thing? Is and what's in the other hand? It's that's one of the character models. Yeah, yeah. Real interesting collection there. I mean, the guy with the big hammer. I know what he's going to do. He's got some clockwork arms holding onto it, so he's going to hit really hard. Right. Um, you have a guy with one of those spheres, like the Stormcast had, one of the compasses mm-hmm. on the end of something. So maybe that's what that is, or maybe not. Uh, but he has a lot of visual gear, so I'm not sure what he's going to do. And then you got a guy with this pretty simple, straightforward hammer pistol. Yeah. We, 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 can guess what he's going to do on the table. Yeah, and these guys, and if you look, if you look at their um, the unit that is uh, looks like it has all the close combat type stuff, it also has ranged in there a couple yeah. of guns. Um, they have pistols. They have one guy with a Gatling, and they all have different weapons as well. And somebody with a harpoon gun. Yeah, it looks like every single model is is carrying a different. type So of you weapon think another almost. another multi kit where you get to decide like the Zangors, where some can have. In the same so. unit, some can have shield and weapons. Some can have a two-handed weapon. Some can have two weapons. I think so. Because yeah, you've got There's a guy just too here many options to, with to a long hook. Guy with pistol and hand weapon. Uh, pistol and hand weapon. Uh, the grapple gun. Mm-hmm. And then I assume the leaders there were the one with the three-barreled gun, pistol. Right. Going on there. Yeah. So again, these are going to be uh, photos of this will be up in the show notes. That'll be on the blog post, and they're also um, probably going to be up here on the on the video cast as well. Not really sure yet how that's going to go since this is the first one, but yep. Um, very cool looking stuff. Also, you can go to the Warhammer community page. Well, I hope they go with a lot of the pictures we're staring at because I, I realized during all this I'm staring down and talking, and not really looking up. You're just so into it. They're they're just wonderful. I I, I know. I can't are. wait to see them on the table on the other side. Well, I mean. It's not an aesthetic I want to put right. on the table. I mean, I was looking at it last night going, these are really cool, and I, but I wasn't drawn to say, oh, now I have to right. figure out how to buy them. But I know lots of guys who are. They've I mean, it's a, we just had the Zinch release, and you had the Zangors and the Skyfires and all these, these amazing kits that came yeah. out. So a home run. And then now, a couple months later, we're going to have this new Dwarden faction, and I think it's a home run as well. Well, so, and the Stormcast in between. Uh, Right, new, with the new Stormcast Hunters, the hunters and Raptors, and, and the, yeah. the, the uh, Vanguard. Well, yeah. They've been doing the same with 40K. Another great kit, another great kit. They're yep. going back and forth. And I was I was looking at maybe a whole dry month with nothing to, to, yeah. to think about for this game. And then all of a sudden, last night, all this. I, lo- I mean, I love, seeing, I love seeing the old models on the table. I love seeing people use 
like some of the old models we're going to talk about in our War Score Zoo, like tonight. Yep. Or I feel like, you know, I like seeing people take out old stuff and put them on round bases and play them. But the new releases are just what is is really exciting because it's just, yeah. they're well, going to keep going with this. I wonder the way they look if you're going to get the um, the dragon guys mm -hmm. and the iron. God, now I'm drawing a blank. I had it all set out. For um, which faction? No, the, the Dwarden. The new models they came out with the last rollout of dwarves. They had the flame guns, and then they oh, had right. the guys the the iron, the iron warriors, and f yeah, whatever. Oh, you Not mean for, oh, you mean for the old? Yeah, the old set. Oh, the dwardens. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, because those two, the paint is similar. Right. A lot of the parts right. are similar to what I'm seeing. Right. So maybe they'll be lumped in with this group, and they'll have to be their um, foot troops. Possibly. No more of their foot yeah. troops. Um, we also have a new rumor mill photo. This one's meh. Yeah. They've all been kind of. Uh, well, this is meh, particularly after the drop last night of all this stuff. Yeah. It's some um, grill it? work over some sort of wall, the, maybe part of the new thing for 40K that's come out. Could be. It could also, yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get any. I don't see how this gets anybody excited about anything. But, it's a terrain thing. Yeah. Definitely. And it looks like busted walls and has the bolts there like the 40K buildings do where the right. metal straps to the walls and they're bolted in spots. Right. So that, that would be my first guess. Right. Second guess, new terrain for Age of Sigmar? It's definitely a terrain piece. Yeah. I don't know. So if you guys, um, this will also again be on the uh, the video that we're going to be talking and on to the you website. on and on the blog post. Yeah. It's kind of like a grate, a broken grate over some sort of ceramic Yeah, it's an archway where piece. a grate's there yeah. and it's... It'd be cool if they did like these rumor mill photos and every day for like a week or two, they give you like another piece and then it would like get big, you know, bigger and bigger. Yeah. But like if it's just this. Well, I mean, I don't know what that all is. the teases up to this uh, Dwarden release, they were really nice. The um, harpoon right. things we saw, then we saw um, right. the berserker in the background with mm -hmm. this chromed curved thing. Everybody's thinking maybe it's a golem. Right. But no, now we know it's one of these dirigibles balloon tops right as they're going after it and they actually have that art up on the online too right all right well so that is coming that's very exciting that's a big yeah. big release i mean i i the zinch release was big just because it had a lot of cool kits that were released with it yeah i would say this is gonna be a bigger release well everything's new yeah they're not they're not they're, this they're, is they redid a few models but i mean they, everything's new so it's on par with the fire slayers release i think bigger than the fire slayers to be honest yeah because there's no resemblance to anything. No, no, they don't fantasy. look like each other. And, and it even says that. They're different than their brothers who stayed down on land and right. burrowed into the ground and went to Azor to save themselves. Different than the Fire Slayers yeah. who still follow uh, Grim, Grim Girl, Grim Girl. I, I, I don't read dwarf. Yeah. I don't read dwarf stuff. Yeah. I excuse me. Go ahead and correct us underneath. You, you, you'll, you can use bad language. It's okay. That's, I think that's your fault, Scott. You should know that one. I know. I, I know. I should. All right. So keep tuned on that. We're definitely be talking more about this release as we get closer to it in April. All right, so now we are going to talk about what we did during the week with Age of Sigmar, all Age of Sigmar related things, and a little thing we like to call a walk about the realms. All right. So, um, Scott, why don't you take us in? Because I know you did a lot more than I did. Really? I did? Because I didn't I do a whole lot. It's a surprise. Our, um, because the same day we record this, uh, they do play over at the store. Right. So I, you know, went over there and they had already all started their games and mm -hmm. nobody could hang out late. So I just right. picked up my things and left. So I didn't get to play, but I have built a boatload of corn. Mm -hmm. um, I had some starter boxes sitting around and some people have been talking about bloodbound lists and I made a few weeks, a few of them a couple of weeks back. And 
And I just figured I'd build those. So I have a sea of those on my table right now. And then for um, an Albuquerque, the Rolling Bad podcast, mm -hmm. one of the guys who's part of that is doing uh, Escalation League. Okay. And I can do it in Extensia out here in San right. Diego, far away. Um, if I do a game, I just have to kind of post the results if I can get a game in for it. We're building at 750. Right. And I've been kicking back and forth what to do. Last night, I decided I'm just going to do Seraphon. At Lizardman, I don't right. like the name Seraphon. I don't know why they changed it, but Seraphon and IP, um, IP reasons. IP reasons, yeah, yeah fine. But um, so I built some Calvary okay. and left those on the table. And that's, that's, oh no, wait. Anything related, right? Anything related. I spent a boatload of time getting two different tournament packs together and some alternate missions right. to bolt on to the regular missions. So yeah, I probably spent 20 hours the last week and a half doing that. That's quite a bit. <laughs> that is quite a bit. So um, I didn't do as much. It was a busy week for us because most of the team was out at Gamma in Las Vegas all week. So those of us that were left behind were pulling double duty. Um, but all I right. did a little bit more on the death army that I'm building, um, which uh, includes the unit in the War Scroll that we're going to talk about soon. I don't want to spoil it before we talk about them because I'm really excited. All right. Um, revise that list a little bit. Um, so, yeah, not not a lot, you know, I'll be honest. Well, I'm trying to get, I want to get the... Trying to get the stuff ready for your Broadside Bash tournament, which is coming up at the end of the April. end of April, which and is, the site's been updated. Yep. Um, I sent you guys the link so you can put it up mm -hmm. and get everybody going, and they'll, they'll get you ITC points. It's a right. two-day event, five rounds. It is going to be a hobby-style event. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of toying with trying to write different type of events and run them different types throughout the year. So this one is including a hefty amount of sports and paint scores. The one I'm running on April 1st mm -hmm. at Addie's Games, that's going to be more like the heat pack that right. they're using at uh, Warhammer World itself. So that's there's a little bit of paint, but basically it's not not as heavy. What's that paint requirement for the Broadside Bash, God? Uh, well, they actually insist everything's painted. Oh. They're okay. they purely a hobby-type uh, right. event. Okay. Um, for the April 1st one, if you don't have paint, you're just basically giving up six points. Okay. If you're nominated to be looked at for the best army, you're going to get nine. So, which is the same as a draw or Ooh. a minor loss. Okay. So, I mean, if you win, 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 and didn't have it painted and somebody else win, 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 and they do, they're going to... And that's the, the last week of April? That's the first week of April for that one. The last week of April is broadside. Broadside, there's 24 points right. for paint, 24 points for sports right. through the five games. Yeah. And if you sweep everything in my, the way I have everything set out, it would be 90 points altogether in, just in, in, in game points. So they're pretty heavily weighted. Well, it's but only, I, I, they, they, They've told me that's generally the way they always right. do it is. It's very hobby-based. It's only 60 skeletons and other assorted things. Not oh, that for bad. You? Yeah. For you? That's easy. Well, do you have <laughs> access to an airbrush? Yes. Well, good thing that we uh, have a know of a cool paint studio that is attached to our offices here in San Diego. Oh, with all that corn I built, I could use that. So, uh, yeah. so I do have access to an airbrush um, and possibly access to high-quality painters who might take pity. Pity on you? On I don't think they'll pity on their you. Their superior that yeah, tells superior. them to do Oh, it. is that why they're going to take pity on you? Yeah. I feel that they'll take pity on their boss telling them to do it. And, and then they'll do it for, for free? For free. Referee, usually. That's just, usually how it works. Because we can walk next door and ask him. No, I'll. Well. No, not now. You don't want to do that later. now. Later. 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 Okay. We'll see. It's you never sure? worked in the past. 
It's never worked in the past. No, those orders don't. I need these in a month. Get them done. Yeah, I have. Then they throw them at you. I need to go to Adepticon in four days. Paint eight please. Yeah, make my heart bleed. You get to go to Adepticon. Oh, I'm not going. You're not going. No, recent Frankie. You're going to. That was just a story that I made up in my head. Oh. Uh, Reese and Frankie are going to be there, though. So if you guys are at Adepticon and you want to say hi to the guys, uh, Reese and Frankie will be there. They're playing on the team, in the team tournament. The team um, tournament? That, and they're playing with Andy Smiley, okay. who is uh, a Games Workshop guru. Um, and I think and one other person. I don't know who the fourth is on the cool. team. Cool. So they're, they're going. Um, unfortunately, what I What game are they playing? I'm a lot of the operations, so I, st- I can't go to these tournaments and stuff. What game are they playing? Um, Age of Sigmar. Oh, see, there you go. The you didn't say what they're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. Yeah. So I'll have to tell me all about it later. Yeah. So hopefully in the near future. So next week, if I don't have any hobby stuff for you during a walk through, uh, through the realms, I that's bad because as we get closer <laughs> to the end of April, I really need to have some stuff done because I really want to go to that and play. Um, so well, maybe I'll have to come over with my modeling stuff and just force you to sit and model yeah. with me. I mean, I have the stuff. It's just really pounding it out. It's it's like I said last week's um, episode um, when we were talking with Reese. I generally just don't have a lot of time free. Um, and so it, it is hard for me, but I'm going to really try to get everything done by then. So thanks guys. That was a, a walk through the realms. I hope you, uh, I hope you loved it. Um, I hope you listen to Scott. I, some exciting games show me to up. talk about next time. Well, I'm just in building. I didn't get to play either. So, right. <laughs> yeah, me either. But, uh, the guys here have been playing. I got to watch Reese get stomped by Pablo. Um, in, I think it was two turns, which was really fun. Um, how, how does that keep happening? It, he has, he's taking the, um, so Pablo has that. Um, the uh, Stone Crusher list. Yeah, I know. He, I don't know how it keeps happening. He just runs into people and swipes them out. Did he have the Grots on there? Was he doing mixed destruction? No, no. Or was it just the... It's just that one formation. So just the, the, the Beast Claw, though. Just the Beast Claw Raiders, and it's that one... You know, it uh, took him talent. five turns to get my Greenskins off the table, and Greenskins are terrible. I don't know what it is. He just keeps smashing people with it. So um, I think Brandon's done the best so far. Brandon is our, our head studio well, painter. Well, he's got death. It's hard to get off the table. You he stomp takes, him out, they stand back up. He takes death with Nagash. So it's because um, he's a cheater. He is. He's a dirty he's, cheater. He's a cheater. Um, First so, he paints good models, then he brings the and then cheats. Speaking of death, we're, our war scroll that we're going to review today. Uh, it was my turn to choose. Uh, yeah, it's so the this whole week, reason you're writing the death list. Yes, it, it actually is true. So this week uh, we're going to talk about Black Knights, which is another death war scroll. I know last week we picked one, and so sorry we're doing two death in a row. If you're a death fan, you probably are happy about this. Um, and who's not a death fan? I. Well, when the game changed over, I was playing Vampire Counts. I love right. groups of skeletons. I love the Black Knights. Then, yeah. then they wrote these rules. I know. So we're going to talk <laughs> a little bit about Black Knights. Um, and they're the main reason why I decided to play Death, um, uh-huh. or at least build this list. So if you guys remember, I'm building a list that has uh, two units of 10 Black Knights in it, uh, a big unit of 40 skeletons, a couple units of smaller skeletons, a couple of White Kings on steeds, a uh, Vampire Lord, Okay. Um, I think that's about it. It's 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 a nice little list. Um, and go with the banner, and then a normal white king. Correct. Yeah. So so let's talk a little bit about black knights in general. Uh, other than the model, I mean the models look gorgeous, and these yeah. are these are a newer kit. Well, when they when they did the redid all the skeletons to right. a different size because the old skeletons used to look bigger than the humans they would have right. come from. And then they well, it's a, did du- the new it's a ones. still really nice. it's a dual kit. You can get the you can make the hex rates, hex rates or you can which make are way better. They are, but I think these look. I think black knights look better. Um, to me personally, aesthetically. No, yeah, the, the Black Knights. I love the way they look. Right. I, I would field them if, well, actually, if I were doing my 
bone uh, death rattle, I would be fielding them. They're fairly fast. I mean, they, it's a cavalry unit, but for a cavalry unit, it's fast. It moves 12 inches a turn. 12 which inches is not for bad. death is great because um, got so many things that crawl across the table. Right. They they have two wounds apiece, so standard for cavalry. Five up save. Um, if you give them a shield, um, they can get a uh, plus one save to anything so with a rend save. dash. So they're going to have a four up save against anything without a rend. And if anything has rend, they go straight down to a six for a rend one and zero for a rend two. Correct. Yeah. So not which is awful. Not super survivable, but in a second we'll talk about how to make them a little bit more survivable and how they okay. can be survivable. Well, the new death, the new death allegiance stuff when the right. last summer came out, that helps them. Um, a death save. In terms of their attacks, very weak. I'm not. I'm not going to try to. Well, play it and up. that's that's um, that's true. Cavalry across the line almost. There are a few yeah. of them that are great. The rest of them, they give them some little perk. I mean, I was putting together um, Seraphon, so I got my Lizardman Calvary. Yep. And their big thing for charging is, if I roll a six, they do one mortal wound on top of the one wound that the uh, Lance right. is going to already do. It's like, okay, why? Right. These guys, I'm going to be ready. If you guys have a hat on, it's about to get blown off. They, <laughs> uh, Their Barrow Lance is one attack. It's a one-inch range for whatever reason. One-inch range, So on a Calvary attack. model, one-inch range. It, you hit on a four, wound on a four, no rend. No rend. Damage one. Now, if you get to charge, you get to wound on a three. You wound on a three. You get more than that. No. No, you come on. You have to get oh, more Oh, sorry. Than and your damage, um, uh, your damage goes to a two. Thank you. Because I fielded these guys in the first sorry, case. I was so underwhelmed. I was so underwhelmed. I read that I, rule I and thought, this is going to be awesome. And I charged them across, ran into a group of, um, I believe it was Bretonian foot guys. Yeah. I killed like two, and the horses did just as much killing as the knights. It's really bad. The horses themselves have two attacks. Yep. They do four. They hit on fours, wound on fives. Wound on fives. One inch range, which is fine for a horse, but the lance. Well, you get it? twice the number of attacks. So do the math. How? Who's more deadly, the horse uh, or the guy with the lance? So in terms of survivability, uh, if you guys take their standard, the, um, what they it makes them a little bit better at the end of each of your turn, or sorry, at the beginning of your hero phase, yeah. you roll yeah. a D uh, three. A D three and get that many back. You get that many models back, which is fine because it's a multi wound model. Yep. So you could get three. You could get six wounds six back wounds per back. turn. It's feasible. Get them back where they which belong. Is not bad. And they okay. And so they are. Um, they are multi wound models. You do get a death save of a six if you're within range of the general. Five if you uh, take the. Uh, if you take that, which you always will. If you're if you're, so, my yeah. my vampire lord <laughs> on the dragon, um, he will. Well, if you want to make these guys durable, you will. He will likely um, be because he's going to be as fast as these guys. Likely will be very close to both units of ten of these guys. So he at least within ten inches, which gives. But you, on, on the dragon, don't you want to go with red fury and just keep swinging? I'd rather get the survivability. Um, for these guys, because it's part of the plan, you know. Right. So, so Keep these guys, the will, these guys okay. are going to move fast. They're going to go around a flank, um, or right at the middle, hit somebody with the with the vampire lord, who's who's not a bad model. No, no, he's, he's tough. Um, and he will if he if they're within, I believe it's ten inches of him. Yep. And he takes the, the item, the magical item that gives no, them the command. Oh, the command. Sorry, the, the command. Yeah, not um, They will they will regenerate their wounds on a five, and then. My second way to make them more survivable is I have two white kings on steeds with the standard, and I, I think it's a name standard, the infernal yeah. standard. Yeah, you have the infernal standard, so when the model gets removed, you get to roll a save, and on a six, you don't Correct. remove the model. So they have a little bit more of a survivability. So, so you can keep ignoring, ignore that wound on a six, so give it a little more. If yeah. you get hit with something that doesn't have a rend, um, which, you well, they know, I'm four not, up, which, which is pretty good. I, I'm not going to throw these guys into, like, you know, killing machines because they're going to get wiped out. 
you know. Um, but if you go into somebody without a ren, you get a four up, you get a five yeah. up, and then on the last one you get a six up. Not yeah, that bad. Rolls. And then every hero phase, you're possibly regenerating six wounds. Yeah, so 50% will save Right. And, and on a 10-model unit, a you know, third, the Bravery 10. And then a sixth. So, I mean, they're not the greatest thing in the world. For me, it was purely aesthetically driven. Yeah. But you can make them a bit more survivable. They can keep up with my Vampire Lord on the Dragon, which is great. Well, and if the mission has things like objective grabbing or mm -hmm. moving around, they're fast. Right. So they can do Which that. death does not have a lot. And of. you had a five man or five I did. Just I got, it, no, I got rid of it. So okay. initially I had um, so an extra five. Now. I got rid of the, because I had 120 points exactly. Okay. With Scott's advice, uh -oh. I got rid of the five uh, Black Knight unit, which I was just going to have purely for summoning You're purposes. just setting up blaming me, aren't you? No, this is, you're going to like this one. <laughs> and I, I, I took a Necromancer to go with the four oh, skeleton yeah. unit to give them Van Hell's Dance. Yeah, get them two swings. Yep. Well, and I think that's really the best use of your Black Knights for you to use them is you get that 40-man unit tying something up, yep. and it'll be hard to get rid of those 40 skeletons, yep. and then they come in and just do some extra work. Right. Because if they can charge, hit, or and they're hitting weaker units in the backfield. Unfortunately, this, is a, fairly, smaller this is a fairly weak unit, or they're out hitting artillery... Oh, they're, they're no hit. weaker than like five man units of this right. or that. Yeah. So, you know, that's, I really like them. Um, so that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed the War Score review. I really like these guys. I'm getting a lot of laughs at the office about them, but I'm furiously putting them together now. They're it's just beautiful. Well, you need to practice yep. in secret so you're really good with them so you can come up and just, right. well, apparently, you know, wipe. And what I'm going to do is anytime the guy to beat. I want to get a ram's horn. And anytime I'm going to charge, I'm gonna, I don't know how to play it. I'm just going to do it. You're just going to blow air through it and hope and then the best. I'm, I'm sure I'm just going to get kicked out of every game store I go to. Um, but, yeah, so that's it. So let's move on to our main topic now. Um, oh, which seems is, like we talked about a lot all the way up to this point. We did. We're having a good one. All um, right, so go to the bottom one. Start there. You want to start? Okay, so, again, guys, we are going to talk about gimmick lists. Gimmick lists, which... Well, um, lists people have figured out some little thing to do. And Conan mm -hmm. um, Ruck is one of those kind of uh, four or battle battalions that really, um, it was the Warlords event. Mm -hmm. The guy who did it played Destruction and did it with this list. And I got to look at his list and actually it isn't as tooled as I thought, mm -hmm. which is maybe why he stood a better chance of winning the event. He had only one of the battalions. Uh, so when I was playing around, you can actually afford three of the battalions, three groups of 40 bow guys, so you're kicking out 240 shots in your hero phase right. because the battalion lets the has a leader. The leader can tell one of the units in it, you have to take two, right. um, to go ahead and do an action in the hero phase. So shoot, move, or fight. Right. And, of course, you would tell your 40 bow guys, shoot. Right. So if you end up with three of them, now you have nothing to defend yourself. You're going to hope you shoot them to death. And nothing else. So if they can appear on your side of the table, you're pretty much done with this list. But the one that actually won the Warlord's event, he had only one of the battalions, so he only had the one group of 40 shooting. Mm -hmm. So he had 40 models shooting 80 shots in the hero phase, and then 70 models shooting 140 shots in the shooting phase. Right. And then had other things to put in front of them, some stabas and a big unit of savage Right. Orcs. So... For people who are, who are not familiar, the the Cunnan Ruck is a battalion that is in the Savage uh, Savage Orc, um, which is now called um, yeah. Bone Splitters. Bone Splitters. Uh, that's in their battle tome. Yeah. And it. So the list that you wrote for this. Yeah. Uh, you, consists you, of what? 
Well, you have to you have to do the battalion. You need a savage big boss. Mm-hmm. You need um, two of either savage orcs or savage orc of or boys, and there's a couple of other choices: the boars, etc. So you can afford three of them mm-hmm. if you really wanted to put that much out. But of course, like I said, you have nothing to defend yourself but three little groups of ten right. uh, savage orcs to protect you. But that gives your battle line because those savage orcs are battle line. Right. Mm-hmm. The our our arrow boys are not. I keep wanting right. to go our boys because they used to be called yep. arrow boys are not. Yep. And but you would do uh, 240 shots in the hero phase and then 240 shots. Yeah. So the the the, the, shooting the trick with this with the cannon rock is that. You, by taking this battalion and taking these units, there's several things you can do in the hero phase. Yes. One of which is to shoot. Yeah, with the, hero you, the hero you have to field with each can pick a unit to either move, run, mm-hmm. or shoot, basically. Right. Move, fight, or shoot. Right. So obviously, you pick the 40 yeah. shots, get your 80 shots per each guy. Yeah. And the one that oh. you wrote here can, two units can do that, correct? Or all three? Oh, units. All three. So, all, so he has, so this, this one consists of. Uh, just for anybody who's who's not going to be looking at this on the video and was listening, this one is uh, the Savage the... Big Boss. You have two, sa- uh, sorry, three Savage Big Bosses, uh, and these and these are three Cunning Rocks. Yep. So, uh, and then you have three Battle Line units, which are just Savage Orcs, which are not bad. Ten models, they have two wounds each, I believe. Well, they're not going to hold back any serious kind of assault. No, but if you get to go first. Um, because you have well, you only have an eighteen-inch range. I almost think you'd want them to go first if they didn't have True. the ability to just appear on your side. True. But you have three units of 40 Savage Orc Arrow Boys. And yep. so what you do is on your turn in the hero phase, you tell those uh, Arrow Boys to fire. You then get to fire in your own shooting phase as well. Yeah, you, so you fire in the hero phase, you fire in And that can, that can be every game turn. Every turn. Yep. And yeah, the the, the big boss from that, from that battalion tells the unit from his battalion to do it, which is why... Right. As I was surprised when I looked it up because everybody talked about the amount of shooting. When I looked up the actual list, mm-hmm. he only had one of them. I figured he'd at least have two. Right. And then back it up with something. But he did three. Right. Which was, wow. <laughs> right. Or he did one. And I, I'm like, that's a lot of shooting still for just one. Yep. And, and then. Um, let's go to. And then if you guys are now hearing in the background a cool uh, banging sound. Yes. We have our next door neighbor teaches batting lessons during random times during the day. So he has just started it. Now, um, so please, uh, yeah, you hear it. Just well, that's it what us. we get for going so long. That is true. But you it's know what? Fault. It's just too much cool stuff to talk about. That's true. That's so true. let's move on to the next one. Um, so which, which one? one? You want the, let's do the Skaven one. Uh, the Skaven one. So Very, it's it just, just a straightforward clan yeah. Skyer. Uh, the first tournament I ran, somebody put up a list kind of like this. Right. You have to field one Arch Warlock mm-hmm. to for a part of the battalion and then two of the subgroups from that battalion to get it. Mm-hmm. And... So your battle line are storm fiends, right. so, and your acolytes, your sky acolytes. Right. So moving points around, I could end up with two groups of storm fiends, mm-hmm. each with their own warp grinder to pull them out, uh, come up, pop up out of the ground. Yep. And when you field them in this formation, specifically the scryer part of it, mm-hmm. or the um, warp fiends or storm fiends part of it, mm-hmm. all of this comes up at the same time. So basically, a grinder pops up. Right. You get three warp fire throwers mm-hmm. and a group of three storm fiends. And of course you go with all of the, uh, just roll mortal wounds. Right. So all the warp fire attacks, right. He pops up and they have to be within eight inches of him and you have to stay three inches away from the enemy unit. So you have right. the reach to anything that's in front line to just bury tons of mortal wounds on. Right. And this is one of those lists that if, and it's kind of thing about all these lists. If, 
-hmm. Your trick works. Your opponent's off the table in a round or two. I've seen this one in, in person. I think a lot of people listening to us have also seen this or know of this list. Yeah. <clears throat> this one's really brutal. And the fact and the, the fact that with this one specifically, it states that you can get closer than nine inches to your opponent, yes. which means you're using the mortal wound guns from the Storm Fiends, yes. which are uh -huh. brutal. Yeah, you don't roll to hit, you just roll to wound. So you avoid right. all those mechanics of, I'm hard to hit, I have a really yeah. good save, anything like that. You just normally, do straight mortal wounds. Normally, when you take Storm Fiends and then you take a Warp Grinder team to let them pop out of the ground, you don't want to take the mortal wound damage guns well, because it's an 8-inch range, you got to be farther than 9 inches away. Well, you can always pop up close enough so that one group can't. Right, but... So if the one grinder... Because normally you can have a grinder and a unit can go with them. So three Storm Fiends could pop up with them. Yeah. And then they could can shoot. Right. But you still have to be further than nine inches away. Um, no, the grinder does. You still set up in the same rules for that. I don't believe you still have to be nine inches away. Mm, I thought you so did. If Maybe he pops that might. Up, you have to be within range of him, but right. away from them. But I don't think nine is the is the set rule because I've had them pop up. Let us know in the, the comments. I think I think that that's the specific warp grinder team. But I think your the clan sky. No, I know in the formation they can because it. it specifically yeah. says everybody comes and just put them up on that side. Yep. Just go do it. Yeah, and it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. Well, but I, I also see them get wiped right off the table because if yeah. that shooting doesn't work, let's right. say your opponent has, I don't know, mixed destruction, has a boatload of grots to just suck right. that damage up. Yep. So you jump up, you kill a whole bunch of grots of those poor mortal wounds. Right. And then you go on about your business. Right. I mean, there's definitely counters to it, but this list can do very well. I mean, the tournament that you ran... The first, the yeah, when I went the, to go watch it, somebody had brought this list. Yep. And I remember I walked in and it was... Well, within, a lot of people hadn't seen it. It was maybe 20 minutes into your tournament. And I remember seeing the guys packing up their table. Yep. And I was I was like, what is going on? Like, are they done already? And you're like, yeah, he had that Skaven list. Yeah, he popped up and, and, a ton of them. And the guy who he played against really was not happy. Like, he yeah. didn't have a good game. And the other guy just walked away and it yeah, was like, and, wow. Yeah, that was Nick and his uh, second opponent, Greg. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of did the right thing to survive it, but put himself yeah. in a bad position to actually win the game because he survived right. the shots, but then really couldn't get anywhere to score points. Right. But he, he made a game of it more than two rounds, and his last opponent just was cleaned off the table too. Which, right. And if you're not ready for this, um, if yeah. you have a very small model count army, like Frankie Stormcast Eternalist, <clears throat> would get absolutely wiped out. Absolutely wiped out. Um, well, and you, yeah, because you can go from one to one to one. Because this, one. everything in this list is dealing mortal wounds yep. in humongous quantities. Like it's just it. And I'm not sure. I'm not much of a. Like I said, I write yeah. terrible lists. But if I wonder, do you take the first turn and pop up and shoot, or you take the second turn and try to double to get that to effect? Try to get a second turn. Yeah, I would pop up second turn. But if they have some mechanic that lets them spread out. Yeah. I guess you just, I mean, it goes with like, yeah. with anything else, if you are taking this list because you want to take it and it's interesting to you. Well, and it's one battalion, literally everything on there is yeah. one thing. So it's one drop, it's one call, yeah. you're done. Um, you, like anything else, you'd practice against multiple opponents and you know yeah. what things do. But yeah, this one, if you guys are playing this one, just be ready for it. Um, be ready to bubble wrap. And as we've talked about in the future on how to write lists for Age of Sigmar, I think the number one rule was bring expendable Bring expendable models. You have to. You have to. Well, I don't know. Stormcast mechanic, I can just be all off the table. They so, have, unless you have a special trick like the Sylvaneth or Stormcast Eternals, where you can null deploy and you can say, you know what, I'm not starting at all. Yeah. You can go Sylvaneth first. cannot be on the table. 
I don't they, they have, do that to me. They have uh, mechanics where they can not start on the table as well. I don't know the exact thing on there. I'm not going to say, I don't want to say okay. something wrong, but I know that they do have mechanics where they can like pop out of the forest and stuff like that. Yeah, well, they can go from forest to forest or some units can deploy in a forest, but I've, I've never had anybody literally not be on the table. I think there are things that they can't. Okay. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Um, so let's go on and the last one. to the last one. This one, I've this actually one, never... This one, a lot of people have talked about. It's it's pretty straightforward. And, and funny, it's yeah. only uh, 1,460 points to get the whole set going. And wow. you basically, you get um, they have uh, three Blood Secretors mm -hmm. to add add damage or add uh, attacks. Right. And Blood Secretors um, are the units from the Corn Bloodbound with the banners. Right. They're the banner carriers. And a Bloodthirster of... Uh, <laughs> and a sense in it. And says we're at rage or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Um, Saul the Faithless, he seems to be a, a go-to for a lot of guys. Yeah, Fortral model. In in uh, writing chaos lists, mm -hmm. and then I just have ton blood reavers, and then two groups of thirty blood letters. Okay. And then the trick in the in this list is pretty straightforward. Your blood letters on a six can do a mortal wound. So on a roll to hit of six, they do a mortal wound, which is the same as the night haunts I field, okay. but. If there's 20 of them, they get to do, they get plus one to hit. Right. If your bloodthirster has Lords of War, he can then give them another plus one to hit. Right. So you basically drop the three banners, which give plus one attack each. Blood letters only start with one. Right. Now they are four <laughs> swinging blood, four attack swinging blood letters who mm -hmm. are mortaling on a four plus. Right. And are hitting on a two up and another mechanic can let them reroll once. Yep. in the list. So you get all that put together and Sale the Faithless, his whole job, I keep saying Saul, Sale the Faithless, his whole job is to cast the spell on them let's basically move 18 inches. Right. So they move 18 inches across the table. You've buffed them up with everything. You've got everything in the right place. You're basically looking at two out of every blood letters attacks doing a mortal wound. Right. And, and they're big units. 30, yeah. that, those are big imprints on, on the table. Yeah, and, and... It's hard to avoid 30 of anything, really. I'm drawing a blank, but he's a 40K player. He used it at uh, Las Vegas Open. I'm not sure. Yeah, he, he did really well with it up until he met Andrew, and Andrew, you know, arranged himself just right. I didn't get to watch the whole game. I got to watch mm -hmm. pieces of it leaning over for my table because I was really interested when the two of them went right. at each other. Right. Because they were basically the two lists everybody was worried and right. pushing through and were just crushing everybody in their right. way. Um, he, everybody but that guy, he was just crushing things. He, so he just wiped this, tables. This list that you have here, yeah. you said it was only 1,400 points? Yeah, it's only 1,460 altogether to put this on the table. Right. So what I would do is if I was still adding to this, one, I would add um, a couple of skull cannons to it to give you <laughs> some range. I don't know how many points they are, but I, I don't think they're that cheap. Because you don't have enough things to wipe things yeah, off the table. I have you need some skull, more. A couple skull cannons. And then um, a couple blood reaver, a couple more of little ten man blood reaver units, because um, you need like a few, you know, a few more things out there, kind of running around. Because um, yeah. it is a small list. Well, and, and, and people, if, if somebody's smart, they're just going to pick out the blood secretors quickly. If they have range shooting, if somebody has Kurnoth hunters who have a thirty inch range. Well, and you, you don't need D3 them for more damage. than a round or two. True, if because everything's they're in the right place. They're fast. Yeah, everything's in the right place, and you do this right and line everything up, mm -hmm. which means you. You've got to have a real presence of understanding where to put everything. But right. um, that gentleman, and I, it's going to kill me that I don't remember his name because I mm -hmm. looked at his list specifically for parts of this. Yeah. 
Um, I talked to one of his opponents. He said he just put them in a line and they moved forward 18 inches in a line and then charged right. Right. as a line. So basically he was getting all 30 into combat with something on the other side. Right. So if you don't know this is coming, it's another one of those, another one of those lists where bubble wrapping is going to help. Right. Because if I just have a, a, a unit out there to die, they're going to go over and obliterate them and then they're done. Yep. And make sure one thing you do, and, and this is from watching Reese's game just recently when he got just annihilated by Pablo. Um, when you're bubble wrapping, make sure that your units are more than three inches away from each other. So they don't oh. get locked into combat. Yes. <laughs> with the unit that's obliterating the unit in front of them. Well, and if you, with this, I mean, yeah. if you can, you want basically six inches. You want some speed bumps in front of this so you can like whittle between them Between the two, because yeah. that way you can't put anybody in between because right. they can't be within three. Right. So that's yeah. six, seven inch. And any farther than that, and then you can put somebody right in that other line. Right. And you don't want that. Yeah. So um, uh, we hope you like that. There was three more gimmick lists. Yeah. And um, again, we're not saying there's anything wrong with these lists. It's a tournament. I, I am. Scott is. <laughs> I I feel like if you're going to a tournament, you're going to take what you want to take. And, you know, if there are paint requirements, make sure it's painted. Yeah. If well, there's I'm, not, still I, make sure it's painted. But Yeah, the events have, like, they have a loose paint requirement for getting some points. So as long right. as there's paint on them, you're going to be okay. Right. Um, but it's, it's, it's the old saying, you know, don't hate the player, hate the game. But... See, I, yeah, okay, fine. Right. Uh, and the game is still so new that we're going to keep seeing these types of gimmicks oh, yeah. where somebody finds some sort of synergy combination, but then that's going to quickly right. get trumped by the next one, by the next one, by the next well, one. Well, and a lot one. of these only yeah. work, kind of like the, the, the one right. that's causing battle shock. Yeah. That really only works when you're doubling everything up on purpose. Yeah. And your opponent really doesn't know what's coming until all of a sudden he's making rolls at minus five and minus four for his battle right. shock. And I don't see... Um, I don't see these lists winning, um, you um, know, because you're going to run into your hard counter. Yeah. Um, if you go to a six-round tournament, it's going to be you're you're going to do well in most of your games, as Reese was talking about last week. But you're going to run into the list that you can't right. beat. Well, and that's why and then I you're going to lose their game, and you're not going to win. Someone else is going to win. Yeah, that's why I don't particularly like those lists because you literally crush. If your opponents aren't ready for it, you crush them in the second turn. Right. And I take he black paid nights, to play a game. So. And he gets two rounds out of it. Right. And then you're in with it, you're probably not even gonna win because some guy's gonna have that counter or know what to do. Yeah. And if anything, if you if you okay, let's say that you you bring that um, that blood letter list, blood letter bomb list, and right. you your first game, you see that you're playing against the guy who has to start collecting corn bloodbound. And yeah. you know, it's a little kid and you're just okay. Or it's a guy who's <laughs> obviously, you know, well, they're there to have fun, they're just in it for the game. You obviously brought a beat stick gimmick list. Yep. There's ways to play that game where you're not going to be a horrible bad guy. Explain what your list does. Explain what it does. Yeah. Explain why things well, are that's, happening. Well, that's the other thing. A right. lot, uh, Not a lot. Laugh. Smile. Certain guys who will feel this list aren't going to tell you anything until all of a sudden it's doing it to you. Right. And that's that, that never feels good. No. But I don't know. I, I guess I would like to see. I mean, and I think that's part of when they put in the favorite opponent for mm -hmm. LVO. Now, I'm not sure I agreed with them being an eliminator because if you didn't get one, you couldn't win. Right. But having it in there, it gets in the back of your head. Okay, is, are people going to enjoy playing this list? Right. Because I need to get some of those votes in case. Because now with the heat, mm -hmm. uh, heats they're doing, it's a uh, divider for ties. Right. So if you're tied at the top with somebody else, they're going to look at favorite games. Right. So, you know, I, I'd prefer some mechanic that lets you put it in the back of your head. Do I really want to bring this to the table? Yeah. But Yeah. Well, That's just me. Love them or hate them, 
There's three more for you. Gimmick list. There's a lot yeah. more than the five that we've oh, covered yeah. in the last two. A lot more. I know a few more that we didn't put on there. Um, so Anybody who shows up prepared is a gimmick to me, so it's all good. Yeah. They're all gimmick <laughs> lists to me, Scott. I play Black Knights. All right. So um, uh, IGC championship rankings, are those up? Yep. Do you want to go through the top few real quick? Uh, we certainly can. Okay. Let's do that. So here we go. And this is... Uh, very fresh and new, I believe. It just yes. came up. Okay, so we've from, been... From our last time to now is when it's come up. So okay. in this week, this last week. All right, so here we go. We are going to do the... What is the first one here? This That's, is the... I think this is the top 10 overall. Here yep. we go. So um, in first place, with 207 points already, is Michael Birch. We then have Vlad Nika. Uh, Jeremy Vessieri, who is an old 40K player and friend of ours, um, is oops, in third place. Um, oops, friend like of 40K. He, yeah. was, uh, he used to hang out with us in our old place in Martinez oh, okay. when we first started Frontline Gaming. Uh, Adam Ofrad, uh, fourth place. Fifth place, we have Josh Harvey. Uh, John Fearhelm, very right, familiar John. name. Yep. Number six, so he's on the list of the top ten still. Number seven, Michael Torisi. Number eight, James Hill. Number nine, Curtis Cluett. And number 10, Eric Gibbs. Gibbs. So those are the top 10 right now. Again, we are just getting started here. Um, yep. <clears throat> but I'm on the uh, list, not in the top 10. You might still be in the list. So I if you guys want to see yourself <laughs> or you want to see who is on the list, top 10 pop up right away. But this is on the um, the ITC section, section of frontlinegaming.org. Yeah. They have a, a thing to expand the whole list, or right. you can just do the search. Makes it easy to watch. It looks really cool. Um, yeah. This is also brand new, the format. Now, the top guys I haven't heard of before, your mom, uh, yeah. those clubs, <laughs> your mom's garage. Yeah, so this is the ITC team rankings, the top five. So number one, is, as Scott said, your mom's garage. With six, uh, 614.5. Maybe they got those points in their garage. I, guess I wonder what event that is. They got them they in your got mom's garage, apparently. Yeah. She didn't uh, have a garage. They remodeled that. Uh, number two, we have the Tryhards. Tryhards. Yeah. Uh, number three, AFK. AFK games. gamers. <laughs> Game, sorry. Four, the Left Coast Corsairs, yep. who Left did Coast, really last year's well winners. Last year. And number five, Grand Rap. Grand Rap. It sounds like a, a rap compilation album from the 1990s, the early 1990s. And, well, Beast Claw, we have one. So we're just going to go on the top. We're going to say who the top faction rankings are, the number ones right now. Oh, good, because that one only has one. Because we're not It'll super save us uh, Number one, uh, for Destruction, we have Dan Heber. Dan Heber. Uh, let's see. Uh, nothing for... Oh, those. it's changed. Okay. Interesting. So Chaos, the top three, we have that. Josh Harvey, who is on the list. Curtis Cluett. Yep. And then Robert Neal. Robert Neal. I don't think Robert Neal was on the top 10, but he is in no. the top three for, for the Chaos faction. And Death. Uh, Michael Teresi, who was in the top 10. Uh, Alex Gonzalez. Alex Gonzalez, who is another uh, ex uh, 40K player. And Ryan Smith. Top three. Let's see. Destruction. I thought we went through that, but anyways. No, that was, that was solo faction for um, Beast Oh, Club. I didn't know that was a thing. Yes. It shows how much I pay attention. They separated out all of the ones that have a battle tone. Gotcha. It is set up already to do that. Interesting. Okay. So there was nobody on Bone Splitters. So somebody out there placed a Bone Splitters list. This is so new that I I don't even know how you cool. Can get yourself you guys right are on watching. Top. You guys are watching me. If you're watching the video, watching me look at this in real time. It's in great. Real time. It's like a less First than a week old. moment. Yes. Less than a week old. Um, Destruction top three. We have Brad Townsend. Uh, second Ryan uh, Ariola. And then Joshua Rowley. Yep. 
Disciples of Zinch, Troy Solweski. Sorry if Solweski. I butchered that. Michael Birch uh, and Jacob Poutry. I think that's how you say it. All right, I'll let you go to that. Flesh Eater Courts, we have Lance She, she. Jason, Jason Brown, Brown, Miles Norris. Fire Slayers, nobody on there yet. So if you are a Fire Slayers player, there you go. go to an ITC event. Yep. You'll be number one. You'll be number one. And they unless, got new points. Unless two people show up to one ITC event, and then one of you will be number one. And um, one of you will be number two. Yeah, which actually, yeah, they have new points out. And if your TOs are allowing them, I am. Yeah. So go, go, right ahead. go to an ITC event if you're a Fire Slayer player. All right. Iron Jaws, Josh Gordon, number one. Michael, Michael Oliver, Oliver, number two. Walter Duncan, number three. Corn Bloodbound, Andrew Chu in the top spot for Corn Bloodbound. Jamie Hensley and Josh McKinney. Okay, the Order Alliance, which means everything that doesn't have a battle tome. So you're talking about all the old elves and dark elves yep. and stuff. James Hill, number one. Eric Gibbs, yes. number two. Christian Ayala, number three. Oh, we have some Seraphon. Seraphon, top two. So right now, a lot of, not a lot of points out there. So get out there if you're playing Seraphon. The top guy is 74, so <laughs> just show up to an event and do good. Yeah. Keith Jackson, number one. Daniel Smith, number two. Skaven Pestilens. Uh, John Furhelm. John Furhelm. Way up there, number one. So uh, he's in the top ten as well. John Douglas. John Douglas, number two. Trip Ward, number three. Let's see. The Stormcast Eternals. Adam Mofrad. Matthew Swinney and Jordan Watt. Remember now, the ITC rankings are being split up into... Battle tomes and alliance. Right. Alliance meaning they don't have a battle tome. So that's what or the that grand means. alliance. Yeah, correct. Uh, Sylvaneth. We have Vlad Nika, Josh Lawson, and Robin Sass. So those are our top rankings right now. We're not going to go over that every week, but maybe um, once. So, uh, no, I think Reese says we should probably do that every week because people want to hear their names. Reese isn't here. Okay. <laughs> I was going to argue with you, but I'm fine. Fine. All right. I've got, um, I've got no chair to stand pending, on. Here, so. Pending on that. Um, and two upcoming events, and it's not two weeks out. There's literally nothing the week after this weekend. This weekend out in uh, is Game Haven in St. George, Utah. March 18th is an event. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and look that up on the site. It just says uh, March RTT AOS. Mm-hmm. And the other one is the April event I'm running. At Addie's uh, Carnage. Yep. Addie's Game, San Diego, California, April 1st. And we, and that we will be there. Up. We'll be there in some sense. Um, I don't know about the rest of the guys. I'll be there in some sense. Not sure if I'll be playing, but okay. I'll, I'll be there. If you guys are in the San Diego or even Southern California area. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening in April. Come down. So. It's in Addie's Games is a really cool game store. Um, it has a bar attached to it. Yeah, it's nice. A, it's There's big. a beer tasting bar. There's, a, um, there's an Asian barbecue place that's in the same parking lot. It's really cool. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's I know really there's good. the all-you-can-eat place on one side, and then the Indian all-you-can-eat place on the other side, or well, it's, on the other it's side. Well, it's like a, but it's a, um, it's like a, a, a seafood Asian barbecue, or a yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so, yes, but it, it's a cool spot. It's in Miramar, so if you guys want to see where they filmed Top Gun, it's right across from the base. It's they right there. Top Gun. Yep. So you can put Top Gun theme song on when you're driving into the game store. It's pretty cool. I, I no. You don't do that. Why would I do that? No. Oh. Maybe it's just me. Okay. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, if you're watching it, thanks for watching it. Yes, um, thank you very much for watching this. Our first time filming it, so I'm sure it'll probably get better. And um, you know, we'll try to get possibly get worse. We'll try to get more handsome um, and taller if we can. No. Um, But yeah, I had I had fun doing it with you, Scott. Well, I I had fun doing it with you as well. Just the two of us here. 
talking. Just two, two guys, guys at the table. Two guys hanging out. Reese not between us anymore. Talking about games. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for watching, and uh, we'll see you next you week. You have a great week. Yeah.